Yo, welcome to the Rugby Report card for another week. We've seen uh, the end of, obviously, the Australian international season and the second game of the Lions was played and some random Super Rugby games. Well, well I think most importantly, the Super Rugby games. What are you, what, at the forefront of the, the weekend? I'm taking the piss, Jim. No one watched any of those. <laughs> um, <clears throat> welcome to the Rugby Report card. You're all here with uh, Jim and Blake, but no Richard. No who? No Dick. No Dick. Dickless this no, he's, week. He's gone back to the homeland, isn't he? Yeah, back to the UK to report on things at home. Yep, straight from the pub. Straight from the pub back in the UK. Wherever he may be, I don't know. Where's he from? London. Is he? Right? Yeah, he's a Londoner. <laughs> really? Yeah. North London, I believe. Fuck. Yeah. He's the only Londoner I know. There you go. Struggle to get that out. Well, yeah, welcome to the Rugby Report Card. Not too much to report on this week. Like we said, just a very average few Super Rugby games and then one strange but thrilling test match, which I unfortunately watched on replay, but you were kind enough to text me during the game. Yeah, no, I was loving it. I really enjoyed that whole experience because it was on my own here. And, you know, you know, I'll just brush on that point that you just brought up, how there's not much to talk about. So let's just enjoy doing this as a podcast. Let's yeah. just chill. Let's just kick, kick back. back. Thanks for joining us, you know. <laughs> yeah, let's see what happens. Yeah. How you doing out there? <laughs> how you going? But, um, no, I sat down, turned all the lights off and shit, had the fire going, and I just was in from day dot. When they came out to warm up, I was in. Well, mate, and it was just sick. I really enjoyed the whole experience because I've been rooting for the Lions, as I said weeks weeks ago, that I'll be supporting them every game they play this tour. And you've gotten oddly patriotic about a, t- a team that you don't even go for. Look, you got some Southern Hemisphere jersey on, which doesn't exist. It's not a team, man. It's not well, an. You argument. know, you know what I think it is. I think it's you and Dick primarily. I just can't stand either of you. So it's just I get very competitive, and I want you two to lose. I also think. Um, I've always been a sucker for whoever's the best. Like when Roger Federer was carving, I just wanted him to beat everyone. When Schumacher was the guy, I wanted him to school everyone. I'm not, I don't like the underdog. Yeah, but when you think about like that tennis comparison, tennis, I don't have a fucking dog in the fight, mate. I don't give a shit so, no, you can just get if wins. As long as Andy that's Murray doesn't feel, win, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, but th- that's how I feel. The lines are my Andy Murray, mate. There's 15 Andy Murrays just knocking about. Well, 23 Andy Murrays. Yeah. Well, 41 Andy Murrays. <laughs> just a lot of Andy Murrays. Yeah, look, all right, you've convinced me with that Andy Murray reference. <laughs> well, it was my own, but th- I feel the same way. For some reason he comes, he rubs me the wrong way, old Andy Murray. God, he does. Sure, he's a lovely bloke. Yeah. But not on the tennis pitch. Yeah, no. Is it a pitch? Fuck it, I guess. Anyway, um, yeah, so the New Zealand Lions game, obviously, this was. Leveled, we're getting that final as Sam Warburton said that everyone wants to see. And you know what? For me, as the casual, and I reckon you two would debate it. Are we casual? I don't reckon we are. No, no, I am though. Like I'm the impartial here, mate. You're born in the UK. Dick's in London right now. Yeah, I know. I reckon I'm the only one who can claim impartiality. You two won't give it to me. No. I'm, I'm with me all black Guernsey, but um, I'm thrilled for the third test. Best case scenario for me. Yeah, yeah. Best case scenario. Yeah, it's going to be a cracker. God, it's going to be good. Um, but oh man, it, you, you know what? The whole build-up will be good, but it could be a massive letdown. But we'll no get to way, that mate. at the end. No way, mate. The other two have been crackers. I've all the confidence in the world that it's going to the, the level of football being played in these two Test matches. I'm going to say unparalleled in rugby union. It's my British pessimism then. I'm yeah, pass it off as that. How am I going to pretend to be full British? Man? I came over <laughs> when I was four, man. <laughs> and you fucking hate England. I when Australia's playing. I hate them. We go to the Ashes and sledge anyone we can. Um, 
Well, I, I think the, the disappointing thing with this game is the only thing people are talking about is the refereeing. Well, we said this. You know what? This is a bit of like rub the lamp. We said the French refs were going to be a bit fucked ages ago. And Cause historically, they were a bit fucked. They're, they're a bit fucked. And yeah. next week, what is it? Point. We're getting a point show. Yeah, it's going to be bad. I'll tell you what we should have said last week. Full credit to the referee. Because the weeks we don't mention the referee in the podcast, thank you, referee. You are a legend. You did an amazing job. You deserve a pay rise. Piper's that should be their pay scale. Were you mentioned on the rugby report card? Nah, have another 10G. Mm, mm, mm. Because this second test... This second test, all, all, we're gonna, all we're going to dissect is the ref. Now, can I say my bit why I think that? Go. Because I think watching it, especially watching it after the fact... I didn't watch the All Blacks. And what I mean by that is the All Blacks are so good because they play like they don't give a fuck and they can kill you from anywhere. Because they had 14 players, they didn't play like that. They just played really, really safe rugby because they knew they were going to get exhausted, and they did. They were buggered in the last 10. They knew that was coming, so they played really tight. They didn't play like the All Blacks. There was none of that counter-attack. And whether that's Conditions because of the rain, in. yeah, whether that's because they've lost their inside centre and their outside centre the week before, so you've got total new centres, or whether it's because they've got 14 blokes and they've had to change, change the game plan, um, I felt like I didn't get to watch the All Blacks. And I know someone British would sit there and say, that's because the Lions did their game plan. I'm just not buying it. You were losing with 14 to go, Lions, mm. by double your score, mm. 15 v 14. I'm just not paying that the Lions put them out of their comfort zone. Well, the only way... You know, I would argue that they didn't execute their game plan, but the only way in which they came out on top is because that for the 14. Yeah. I honestly think, had that not been sent... Latest champ would have been that old sixty, maybe fifty minutes this time battle, and then it would have just progressively gone downhill as they brought their subs on, Lamarpi running through. And I think the difference was the All Blacks were dead in the last ten. They just oh, had nothing yeah. left, mate. You tackle, you know, you play football with a guy in the bin. It feels like you're playing sevens for some reason. Yeah, it's crazy. What did you think about? Well, there's so much to go. We started off refs, now we've tangent. We should have some structure. Or fuck structure. Fuck structure is no, one game. Structure. We're going to talk about one game. So oh. let's just jump in we'll and out. Bring it back to the uh, the refing. You know, uh, I know the French are just... It's crazy. I don't know what their, their courses are over there. It's something lost in translation, as we, as we said. But it makes absolutely no sense. I know you talk about impartiality and the ref needs to have some aspect of that. Why are we having an English as a second language referee, which does not discredit his ability to ref, but in order to communicate to the players, which is fucking paramount. You, know you need to be able to explain to them what the, cap, what the penalty's for. You can't just have them there and you go, ground, you, you say three buzzwords and they're supposed to interpret that. Like, uh, why are we having a, a, an entire uh, selection of English-speaking countries versing an English-speaking country and we're having an, Engli an ESL ref? Dude, get a South African. Even though they're ESL, they're on the board. There's, a, there's, there's heaps to draw from, is there not? I don't agree. Am I forgetting one? Because I think Australian? at its core, rules be rules, mate. It should, it should be irrelevant if you speak in Swahili. The players should know the signals. No, they the, the, the laws are too grey. However, they're too grey. Where I agree with you is Reed can't go and have a chat if the bloke can't catch a word he's saying. And then George Ayub up there as Timo's trying to say his bit. 
Yeah. And the ref bloke, Frenchie's just ignoring him. Oh, yeah. That was insane to I me. don't know what wait means in French, but it's, it's clearly it's, not pause and stop. It's not stop what you're doing. It's just keep going. If not keep going quicker than yeah. you are right now. Yeah, no, no good. Yeah. No good at all. No, but, that, that hurt me that bit. Because, you know, you'd pause the ref and it would just be the most underwhelming explanation and it would piss me off as a player. And you knew Reed was like, ah, it just was like not worth arguing the point. But it is when you do learn languages, it's a lot easier to interpret what they're saying as opposed to communicating yourself. It was a disaster. But we're going to get back to refs. We've got cards to talk about. We've got penalties to talk about. But let's, let's talk up a few Lions players. Um, because I think Sexton was an inspired choice. I thought it reeked of desperation. He didn't play well the week before. Ben Teo was their best on park. It was raining. I thought Sexton played amazing. And they didn't even kick it more. They ran it more because mm. of Sexton. Him with Farrell as the second man, and then that short ball to set up the last try. Mm. Um, I thought Sexton had a cracker and was an inspired choice by Gatlin. Ask me midweek, I would have said it was crazy. You need Teo out there, especially in the wet. Um, cracking, cracking game. And Sam Warburton, welcome back, mate. He's yeah. outstanding. His, his, his challenges at the ruck, like it's that unnoticed sloppy work, but his head's always dug in there doing something. Yeah, mate. He, he was awesome. They really looked much better with the two Bulldogs at the breakdown. O'Brien and Warburton both had crackers. Um, I thought Wynn Jones, a huge return mm. to form. He was another guy. We had I, a week off, you know. Mate, I would have fucking put him on the boat home. See ya, Al. Boat? Was it the 1800s? Man, he doesn't deserve a flight the way he played the week before, but he was phenomenal. And again, they rattled the New Zealand line out. New Zealand are suffering without Dan Coles. Yeah, they this are. This is a different series if he yeah. plays. Yeah. They've, they've genuinely missed him. Um... Uh, a cracking game. I thought the Lions scrum improved. Did. Uh, wasn't, I think, it, you know, they got the Too many times penalty. he just wanted to get the ball out and play on, you know. Yeah. yeah. Which made it very difficult. But I think it was an improvement from their scrum. I, I think the Lions played well. They fucking played 14 men. Played 14 men and their discipline was fucking dog shit. Disgusting. Horrible. Yeah. Toji that's why should every have time been I go to compliment a forward, I can just picture him doing something wrong, offside, not letting go, scrummaging poorly. Is that a French dog. ref thing, though? Like, in the Southern Hemisphere, because we value free-flowing rugby, we're quite quick with that yellow for repeated. Is that a Southern Hemisphere thing? I don't know. I don't watch another, enough Northern Hemisphere. Because... Or is it just that thing of when one bloke's in the bin, they wouldn't dare send another one? Because the repeat, there was like seven in a row at one point. Yeah. Well, you're going to have 13 on 14, weren't you? Yeah, well, it should have been. Well, you should have been 13 on 14. Yeah. on the ground. And then a Toji a minute later. For repeat. And then Sean O'Ryan just decking the holo, which apparently is sweet. They haven't looked at the replay. The flying forearm. Yeah. Hoyt must be a league fan. Loves it. He just <laughs> must be like, it's all part and parcel. I watched Origin two weeks ago. All right, let's talk about the red card then. That's the discussion point. What are your thoughts? When I first saw it, I didn't think it was a red, obviously a clear yellow, but apparently if the rule states, like, proper shoulder to the face, you're done, champ. So black and white? So yeah. Black and white. I mean, no one really offered any point of contention. Everything I've read's never been like, shouldn't have been a red card, everyone's pretty on board with it. Where I sit is, I think, um, if you're British, like, if you are a slight line supporter, it's black and white. Shoulder charge to the face, put it out in January this year, can't do it red. 
game set match red. You're going to argue the case. Of the but game, I think if you looked at it from a Kiwi perspective, Kerbalo two weeks ago, exact same thing got a yellow. Why have we changed in the space of two weeks? And then there are mitigating factors. The, the uh, first player doesn't allow the arm to wrap and he's going to ground. It's probably a shoulder charge to the chest. Sonny Bill doesn't control that. But I actually agree with you. I think it's a red. Like, I do. It's a shoulder charge to the face. I think it's a red. Um, I think the reason Sonny Bill's done it, and this is a fucking long bow. Let me know what you think about this. I reckon he's got an ego, and I reckon Ben Teo putting him on his ass last week, and that being the clip that got played around heaps and heaps and heaps, leaguey smashing leaguey. Remember, Sonny Bill had a cracker. But he got put on his ass by Ben Teo a couple of times. I reckon he just came out, fired up to remind everyone that I put the hits on here. And then, you know, fucking a millimetre here, millimetre there. It's now illegal. Brain explosion. See ya. Yeah, I find him to be more humble than he used to be with his newfound faith. He's a family man now. Yeah, but dude, it's pretty much doing whatever you don't the fuck get he wants to where he is. Code. You don't get to where he is without being, an being the baddest motherfucker on the field and wanting to remind everyone you're the baddest motherfucker. Yeah, that's how he got there. And I reckon he just wanted to put out a statement, got it wrong, got the red. Now, where I differ, I agree with you that it's a red. And I don't think it's a huge problem. If you look at the All Blacks, they've had three reds in 150 years. Oh, or something. yeah, it's not a recurring problem. But my, Game was over my issue, oh, though, is um, it's, it's absurd. Red cards are absurd. Like, if, if this was the equivalent of a boxing match, it's a, it's a $50 million fight. This is as big as rugby gets outside of the World Cup. This is it. This is the pinnacle, and the game was over in the 24th minute. See, I argue you need the jugular, man, because rugby being so open to interpretation, I fucking stand by that, you know. Every game is ref differently. And when you watch as much as we do, it's very apparent. Yeah. Super rugby is pretty consistent, but even that rule that popped up, and maybe this is a rule that I've just neglected, but when they offer kickoff, turn it into a maul, it's no matter what happens, it's the uh, receiving. No, it's always been the ball. If it's off a kick, the receiving team always gets Why has it never happened? I'm sure. It always happens, teams. but... What teams do is they let them hit the ground and take a step, and then it counts as a tackle. Mm. It's only if it's immediate. Oh, well, that must be a tactic that they do, but I see no purpose of that more. It's just a waste of time. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think, um, for me, red cards are too big. I just think it's too big. I think if it was like um, basketball, where that player was removed from the game, and maybe you did the 10-minute yellow but then you're allowed an interchange. See, yeah, okay, I kind of like that too. Because it doesn't but ruin the you fucking need, game. You then. need a jugular, you need to put someone, because it is so like... But that's pretty bad, you're around. out of the game. But, he, you know, the intent was horrible. No, I agree. And you then need you the jugular. The suspension. You need something massive. Yeah, the massive is you're gone for four weeks, mate. You missed the decider. Yeah, but like you always argue that you need that team to be punished now and is 10 minutes for a really bad shot enough? I yeah, mean, excluding I, them from the game, but... I, 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 I honestly do, and I think the yellow's too powerful as is. I'd like to see the yellow be five minutes, and it actually nah, have... Nah, nah. The way in which you can waste time in rugby five minutes is a waste of time. Yeah, maybe. But I'd like, and I've said this before on the podcast, I'd like the yellow to actually be a classified number of penalties, or a segmented, like basketball, or a segmented part of the court, like part of the field, if committed there three times equals a yellow, if... Five equals a yellow or ten. Whatever numbers are drawn up, I wish it wasn't grey. Mm. 
I wish there were actually clear-cut rules. And then the yellow is a little shorter. And then maybe I'd like the red to be 10. And then you're out. You've got to be interchanged. Yeah, you can't participate anymore. Just, it's just I like that mate. idea. You're just giving George AU heaps more to do, mate. He's struggling right now. He's struggling, isn't he? Yeah, because if he's counting penalties in a 22, assigning him to each play, he'll need a team up there. Yeah, and he, George is no good. No, you'd need like a ref's attic. It's, ah, uh, I don't know. I just didn't like it. But maybe that's because I wasn't going for the Lions. Yes, yeah, I was. Like, it's, it's a red. In the books, it's a red. I was shocked. But Now, know. let's talk, though. If that's a red, is Von Apollos. No. See, I disagree. I just reckon the, the damage was less, Von Apollos. Let's talk damage. O'Brien's was the worst. He knocked Naholo out. Oh, but that happens a bit. You know, accident. Fuck off, accident. There's a difference between the there's a difference between a forearm and a fucking shoulder. Yeah, sure. But let's just talk you're not allowed to include damage. So he did let's knock say Sunny Bills, Von Apollos, you have to exclude damage. Sunny Bill hitting the bloke with the ball hits him high with his shoulder, it's a red. Von Apollo hitting a guy without the ball. On the ground. On the wrong side of the ruck. On the ground, though, mate. Hits him in the face with a forearm without the ball. I just It's contact to the head. He doesn't have the ball. It's intentional. I just don't understand. The contact... See, I get it. It makes sense to me. The contact was much less. And I get if you just look at him, Sonny Bill fucking killed Watson. Then I'll probably just squash Barrett Watson, for a minute. Watson finished the game. Here's what it is, though, because when you... A plane, you're on the attack, whatever it is, you're trying to win your own ball back. You're coached, and this has been said to said to us, and you know, we played semi professional rugby. No one's here to That's <laughs> very generous, isn't it? That's very generous. No, Dick's but not they, they tell you if he's if they're in your way, get them the fuck out of there by by any means. Get your by any means on and get them out of there. If they're just lying there and they're slowing down a fraction, you've got to get them out there. That's your job, to get them the fuck out of the way so we can get quick ball and you blah, blah, blah. And it's, and it's within the traits of the New Zealand team to slow that shit down. I don't think it's cynical. I think every team does it. I don't want to point any fingers. But that is what has encouraged these cunts to, shit, encouraged these people <laughs> to get the... Get knocked the fuck out of the way because they just get in there and we're trying to get quick ball here. Nah, I'm not so about Von it. Apollo's gone to his animalistic state and gone, you must leave. And he just put a shot on Barrett, which was shit. Should have got a yellow. Did get a yellow. Nah, for me, if the first but is a red, that's a red. And then what's worse for Von Apollo is what's compounding is the last professional foul in the game was also Von Apollo. So here's two in a row, two in the space of five minutes professional fouls. Well, once he got yellowed for that, he um, didn't come back. No, I know, but just before that, he memory shoulder charged Barrett off a kick. Which, which was d- don't, don't get me wrong. Come on, that, that wasn't a penalty. That wasn't a penalty. I, agree. I think that's a joke. New Zealand had just done the same thing. Mm. Which was a little worse, but I'm happy for both to be let go. Yeah, so am I. Yeah, that's mad. I played 5-8, and you have to eat shit. It's part of your job. Doesn't he, he want, well, he obviously watched The Origin. We yeah. said that. That yeah. shit gets dangerous. Yeah, exactly. You kick it, you're going to eat shit. I don't think either's a penalty. No. However, talking rule book here, Von has got two professional fouls in a row. The second one's four under the face to, an un, to a player on the ground. Mm. Didn't like it. You know when the lead ref consults his touchies? Well, he didn't. He can't yeah, speak a lick off. Do Does the touchies ever disagree with the main ref? No, they can't. They can't. <laughs> they just go, all right. They're just his little got, bitch. I've got, I know, and they just go, mm, mm, that mm, sounds good. Mm, mm, yep, mm, yep. Oh, red, yep. What does George think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Piper tried. Yeah. On Piper's the first the one. Best ref out there. 
Yeah, but, dude, on, on social media, Lions fans erupted. Because, you know, typical Kiwi bias. Piper trying to save the Kiwis, trying to not give it a red. It's a red. But, I don't know. I don't know. That's I just right. think I just think it's very grey. And then you look at Sean O'Brien's knocking out Naholo, forearm to the face. Just got missed. That one actually knocked him out of the game. Just got missed though. No Not okay at up. that level. What was that like? The seventy fifth? Yeah, changed the game. He switched off. He, he lost the plot he in lost the last the ten. And this is what I hate. I hate that we're on here talking about the referee because you want to say to the Lions, "Well done, you won the second test." Da 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 da. I don't, they wouldn't. A, sure, uh, fucking Piper's the only one who's ref Super Rugby. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't know what that accounts for, but that might be uh, factoring into the... He was trying to go red. Wait, hold on. Yeah. This yeah. shit happens. I don't know. I'm just talking shit here. But lot, look, Lions play well. I'll tell you who's had a very good series. Now at the back. Noel. Noel? Now? How do you... Uh, don't know. They say Noel, but it looks like Noel to me. I don't know. Man. Um... Yeah, he's had a cracking series. Something about him irks me. He's he like came a off the bench. Came off of the, the bench. Did that sick kick. Um, yeah, I don't mind him. No, he's playing well. He's playing Watson's well. just like very light-footed and on that terrain, it just wasn't going to be his day. No, none of the wings. And I think like uh, looking at that game, you'd be like, well, why did they pick Rico? Mm. Handled it poorly. Like, didn't do much at all. Mm. Same with Naholo. However... You can't really shit on the wingers. You can't. No when, when you're down a centre. I'm not going to sit here and shit on them anyway. And it was wet. But I tell you what, in, in that weather, I would have rather been chucking it to the bus between you and me. Yeah, that's what I reckon yeah. too. You just, know what I love? Some, and this is something I've never considered, or maybe the Hurricanes do it, but when they did let Lamarpe hit it up on the off chance they got a clean out of the scrum, and they just turned his run, because he's always going to push through that mm-hmm. first time, turned it into a maul, gained an extra 20 yards. That's a, that's deadly. Yeah, provided hey, you can get that it to the ground, That is though. deadly. Yeah. You reckon um, this is an interesting one? They've called Fekir Tower into the squad. You're Defensively re- strong. We've all that, but this is the thing. Do you go Lamapi? He's the incumbent. He's next in line. But you started with Sonny Bill and Crotty. You're now down to Lamapi and Leonard Brown. Have they got 10 tests between them? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Do you go Fekir Tower, who's at least got 20, 30 under his belt, to just shore things up a bit? Or do you go Lamapi and Leonard Brown? I can't. They can't go Fekir Tower. They just can't. They can't call can't, him in a running Couldn't catch a fucking It's going to be call. Leonard Brown, 13. Lamarpy 12? Oh, I can't see it going any other way. Yeah. Tell you what, that's n- it's not a great centre parent. Nah, it's not. Look, it, 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 yeah, it's not incredible. I don't know what the weather conditions are going to be, but uh, they can't, They have to pick Farrell and Sexton again. They just yeah, have to. Sexton played too well. I thought um, Farrell didn't play particularly well, but fuck, he can kick a That goal. first penalty was a joke. Joke. Barrett just got stood up with yeah. the wind. He didn't get a practice shot. Fucking just killed it. Phenomenal. Um, and, and it's talent, eh? Barrett's kicking. Let New Zealand down. The first kick at the post. That goes over. They, they'll probably win the game. Um, but, you know, we can't play counterfactual history here. No. It is what it is. Yeah. So we get what we want. Yeah. A third test. A third test. Um, have we been... Not kind enough to the Lions? Because, you know, Richard did come in here and start praising them. Well, do you want me to play the part of Richard, then? No, I just think... Because I'm happy to praise the Lions, if you're interested. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, maybe it's because I watched it after the fact. I knew the result, so I was looking for a reason why, rather than just watching the intensity of the thing unfold. Who looked good live? 
who are good live. Yeah, who, who, who well, looked mate, good I was when so, you This it. is one thing that I reckon. I'm so caught up in the dramatics of the game because it was a very dramatic game. A lot of drama in this game. Not sure if you picked that was up dramatic. watching it on the replay. But I thought Furlong was massive. Mm, George like, as well in the front row. George and Furlong. That, Furlong's a big human, mate. Remember that one run Furlong made? Around, just yeah. 15 blokes on yeah. his back? Loved it. Jesus. That is an elusive fucking prop. Toji, not his best game. Well, I still think it was hit and miss. Like, he never... He was. He was dropped He dropped a catch. He was good in the line out, but, you know... I wrestled with the Toji Constantly Constantly off fucking side. On the, um, the New Zealand papers, I saw did player ratings, and they gave him 4 out of 10, you know, because of his all his penalties... And then I saw, you know, the British fan base blow up, like, one-eyed New Zealand bullshit. I'm somewhere between you played an 8 out of 10 and a 3 out of 10. Because he was immense, but his discipline was awful. He, his hands were but a bit shit, But he got away too. with it. Hands were a bit shit. Yeah. But, God, he's, he's good. He made a difference for me. Yeah. He always does. And I thought Fallatow was a sleeping giant, showed up a bit today. Mate, does that guy ever shown any emotion? No, he can't. Scored a try on the wing, a Lions test match against New Zealand. It's fucking literally no nothing. He's the type of bloke you won the lotto. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah sweet. Mum's dead. Is she? Yeah, yeah. She's 40 years in prison. Oh, really? Yeah. All right, well, get him started. H division for me. Show us. <laughs> yeah, look, he, Crazy. he, he could show some Show a smile, man. Um, I don't know. They, they, they put a right, the Lions, but... When, when I say someone like Falatau play well, yeah, but Kano wasn't there. He's playing against seven forwards, not eight. Well, that, that was another talking point that I don't think was massive, but one of the big things is once they got the red card, the Kano decision for Lomape. Yeah. What do you reckon? See, if I had my time again, I wouldn't do it. And, and because, that's what everyone's Because saying. the argument is you get the, you get the, the marking... In the back line at set piece, right? That's what you're doing it for. No, but they're fucking anyway. throwing Leonard Brown in a, the, the, at the uh, flanker. So they're out. They're out. So why wouldn't you have your forwards in there doing the, the crux of the work, which is the style of play that was required for the game? That's actually a valid point. Especially in the way that it's very strange. See, for me, playing 10 or 12 my whole life, that anxiety you get out there when they have one over... You go from tackling your man to tackling no one because it's just you, your brain's going, who's the other ball, who's the other ball? And so I, I kind of got it in the sense that, well, up tight, if everyone lifts 5%, you can probably make do, mm. but out wide. But in the wet, and you're right, if they're going to put Leonard Brown in anyway... What are they doing? And there's very few 8 man lineouts these days. So what that told me is that their game plan was out in the backs and Correct. they never really executed it. Yeah, I think so. They'd plan week one to go real tight, week two to go a bit wider, and then Sunny Bill brain explosion just fucked them. And then they never—I don't know—they just would have realigned their ambitions. Yeah, it was probably a blunder by Hanson, and yeah, probably suffer having Lamarpi so inexperienced. And Lamarpi's not heaps versatile either. No, he's literally truck and trailer. But God, he's a good truck. And his trailer's track. outstanding, oh, yeah. mate. The regos on that's good to 2020. Rhino truck. Yeah. Rhino truck brand? Should be. <laughs> um, tough, tough um, welcome to the stage for Lamarpi, though. Yeah, I know. I was feeling for him, yeah. too. It's not the way you But, you know, it's his on. Hurricanes home ground. Barrett didn't sign him. They hold his hand if he ever got lost. Got to do it's what you got to do, that style. But um, you're right. I mean, as a unit, you know, the lines were a little underwhelming. Uh, only losing, winning by three. So Yeah. 
It's hard, it's hard, it's hard, it's hard to compliment anyone and say that a cracker. But, Bench first is not team really to beat utilized. the All Blacks in New Zealand in 10 years. 47 tests yeah. they've won there. So it's a pretty amazing accomplishment. It's huge. But you can't move that caveat away if they did it against 14 blokes. No. It would have been worth that little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. I think Loretalex put his hand up. Best lock in the world, man. Yeah. No question. He is. Best, not far, like he, what, player of the year one or two years ago? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he'd probably get that again. Yep. I wouldn't be too upset. <laughs> he is very good. Um, Cruden's decision late in the piece. I think he'd thrown the clicker down by now. No, but, no, um, no. He, did you see a, that? No. Cruden came on and did a cross-field kick on one of their last attacking no, possessions. No, that's crazy. 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 Yeah, I thought Cruden looked all right, though. It uh, looked ungettable, and it wasn't even Lamarpi who was usually on the back end of that. Yeah. It was just... It was a waste of possession, and that kind of was like showing the game up because New Zealand could have tied this one up. Could have tied it up, dog. I mean it. Hmm. Mm. It was a bit disappointing. I thought that was a blunder as well. All in all, though, a, a, an intense an intense game of rugby, which New Zealand largely controlled possession, territory. Yeah. Did you watch them when they played the Hurricanes midweek? Yeah. How fucking good was Henderson that game? He should have been playing. Oh, he's injured. Got sent home. Uh, but that'll insane. do it. Insane. Yeah. Insane. He went home with North, who'd done it. How good was that game? Great fucking game. That I forgot was, all about it. Yeah. But that was insane. That was a great Down to the game. wire. Courtney Laws, mate, he, he played really well that game too. He's a hard nut. He cops some massive hits. Yeah, he's a... Tell you what, he's... I wish I could stay on top of these Northern Hemisphere players too because I've really enjoyed I really enjoyed watching them. I think each, each player's got something a bit different than what we're seeing down here. Well, I, I'd, I'd fucking never admit it when Dick was here, but... England have got a pretty special side at the moment. They really fucking it, If it wasn't for New Zealand being head and shoulders above the rest of the world, this England side's probably their best since 2003. And you know what I think a key difference is? They're fucking fit. They weren't fit at the World Cup. Yeah. The player pool hasn't changed too much. Mm, there's a few come through. Who? Toji. One. Teo. Teo was in the World Cup. Yeah, but he wasn't a rugby player then. Yeah, all right. Yeah. But... They're fitter than they were. Yeah. There's something else there now. The whole Lions squad's very, very fit. I hope the Wallabies watch that. I hope they watch it too. I hope they watch it Whilst the on the treadmill. treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> Incline of 30. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. That wouldn't kill them. Ah, but it's going to be fucking sick next Saturday, eh? That is going to be all time. Love that 5.30 time slot too. Um, should we do around the grounds, or is there anything else in that match you want to cover, Doug? I don't, yeah, I just I wonder if we, we if we haven't done it credit because we just got so caught up on the some refereeing decisions. But it is what it is, mate. It was an outstanding atmosphere. Mm. It was a physical game in shocking conditions. Big conditions. Um, and the players showed their skill and their ability, and I think that's why Johnny Sexton impressed me so much. Mm. Yeah, I think so too. But, you know, everyone was saying that it would play into the Lions' hands. The weather didn't really, man. I, I really think it's important to note that for 80% of that game, up until the 70th, 65th minute, that New Zealand were dominating. Mm. They had all the possession. They were getting field territory. Well, at the end of the, end of the day, mate, Sonny Bill needs to wear it then. And he will. Yeah, he's a... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's already come out. And, and they got that they got that culture too there where they're like, yeah, look, they're really we're going to cop this you one and shit. Yeah. They handled it well too. They I did. wanted Hanson to handle it bad. Yeah, just, check his you know, style. Yeah, because, you know, fuck him. But he handled it quite well, and so did Kieran Road. Um, Professionals. 
it's interesting with with no Dan Coles, with both their centres gone. This is a wounded All Black side that the Lions could steal this, or the Lions have just poked a very fucking scary grizzly bear. Yeah, mate, it's a beehive. Yeah, it's going to come out at Eden Park on yeah. Saturday. That's what I meant. To it's say. one or the other, and and I, I yeah, either the Lions win a close one or the All Blacks just go into destroy mode. Seek and yeah, it'll be fascinating. It will be fascinating to see if the Lions can rise again up to it. Because they're improving as this season's gone on. And, and as they would. And that's why it's important to have those midweek games. Who Do you think they're going to make any positional changes? Um, it's hard when you've got a winning side, isn't it? I just think scrum is where they're going to be a bit weak. Yeah, but I thought they didn't scrummage too well in the midweeker against the Canes. True. Like I thought the midweekers, yeah, I thought they were the better scrummages, but I don't think they scrummage well. And Vunapolo, you know, despite should have been red carded fifteen times, he's very good around the park. Mm. Furlong's had his best game, mm. and George made that run to to win the freaking game. Yeah, pretty much. I don't, I, I think Atoji and Win you've got to keep now. I just think everyone's going to be fucking fresh on Saturday. There is no midweek game. Yeah, but you're right. It's hard to change a winning team. You know, the the only person. And it's harsh because it was wet. He's the leading try scorer for the series. I just don't rate Daly. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah I like him. Yeah. I, I just... like he's... He looks like your average citizen. Makes the people who are, you know, out in the streets thinking they could do it too. I've got a chance. When they can't. No, they... they there's God, no, no way. They think they got a chance, though. Jim, I like one him. One game broke my collarbone. <laughs> the average citizen can't do it. I like him, mate. I feel the same way about that other winger that runs around. You know, that full lad. Who's that lad winger playing for England? Spy? Oh, hold on. Without Dick here we go. Now nah, let's leave it. All right, all right. Let's leave it because a proper d- lad. D- though. Didn't bring my charger home and the laptop is dying. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, it is too. Yeah, because we're gonna get this off too. All right. Well, let's let's predict next week and then we'll do a quick well, no, wrap. Just before, one, one last thing. Last pod, I, I called it a failed series if they lose the midweek, and they drew. So I was like, oh, that's officially a failure. Failure. But now that they've beaten fucking the All Blacks, is it no longer a failure? No, no it is Johnny isn't, May. Isn't. Johnny May's the lad. Yeah, he's a lad. He's such a lad. <laughs> um, no, it's not a failed series. I think this saved it for them. They can... It's just tarnished because mm. of the red. Mm. But fuck it, mate. You mm. can only beat who you beat, and they got it done. And New Zealand stuffed up. They gave away the red. Huge talking point. And you know what would have ruffled some uh, Australian fans seeing Sonny Bill red carded in a big match and they'll tune in next week, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. It's a good thing for rugby you got redded. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's an optimistic way to look at it. God, could you imagine me, Sonny Bill? Sitting there watching your team lose. You've got You're getting counsellors and shit. You're fine, man. Yeah, but imagine it's just a sporting game. sat there next week. Oh, it's a sporting game, is that? Well, not to me, it isn't. Yeah. But if you're a pro- paid professional, All right. surely yeah. there's something. Who are you tipping next week? The Grizzly Bear, the All Beehive, or, or your hometown? Beehive, All Blacks. I always said that if they're going to win a match, it was going to be the second one. And fucking rung true bitches. But third one, they're going to get done. Um, Look, I don't think the All Blacks could have much worse luck than they have. No. Dan Cole's out, Ben Smith out, Ryan Crotty out, Sonny Bill out. But Poit is oh. frantic, mate. He's erratic. He could do anything at any and time. And Farrell's kicking him from anywhere. But 
this is the best professional rugby team I've ever seen. So New Zealand to get it done. I'm just worried that they will be a bit more hesitant in their in their aggression due to what has occurred. And nah. 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 Alright, nah. fuck it. Um, do you want to talk about some Super Rugby? Yeah. Games? Yeah. So the Waratahs, Cam Blades, see a champ, and Nathan Gray, full-time Wallaby position. They're gone. Yeah, I, I, well, the bloke they've promoted to the Tars as their new assistant, um, from all accounts, should be the coach. Apparently he's outstanding. Mm. Gibson's fucking horrendous. Horrendous? So, How has he saved his head from the chopping So I think block? he's just waiting in the shadows to nick Gibson's job well, off. Which should be fucking season. coming very yeah. soon. But how's this? We had the chat during the week that if you're an assistant coach and then you assume the main coaching role of that team, you almost got to jump teams. Yeah. You can't go from what everyone has seen you as... And then, right, he's still. It depends, the though, if you're a proper House of Cards usurper, like Iago, and you're just watching in the shadows, plotting the coach's failure, but keeping the... your cards close to your chest, you can do it. But if you're given it your level, and then you take over a losing team, I think it's hard. I think that's where they've gone wrong. Jake White fucked off, Larkham stepped up, you know, like, it's not like Jake White got promoted. He yeah. chose to leave. You know what I mean? Like, I think the, I think the Nathan Gray one is an uninspired decision. You've got a bloke who's not doing a good job at the task. However, my caveat to that is he and Checker won the title, so there might be a combination yeah, there. Okay, but the defense, the Australian defense in this three-test series was a bit dog. Well, that's why you've brought him in. He was doing it anyway. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh no, good. He just. I thought he just solidified that position full time. Uh, that's it. So he's no longer worried about yeah, the Tars. No, yeah, no, that's crazy. So he doesn't think about the Tars April, no, February, they're, they're May, pissed, and all that they're shit. Pissed, he's literally that's, just a Junesman. That's crazy. A Junesman and a Spring Tour and a Rugby Championship defensive coach. Crazy. Imagine that job. What is he? What's he just doing in nine January? bunts of the year? What the fuck's he doing in February? Pina coladas, mate. Just watching rugby and yeah. thinking what he's going to do when camp starts. Yeah. What does he do? I don't know. Crazy. Um, all right, let's do some rugby because we are not going to get this off the laptop unless we move quick. All right, right. All right, quickly. Uh, Bulls getting it done over the Sharks. Sweet. Um, I did watch the next one though. <laughs> that was deep input there, wasn't it? Um, yeah, Hagiwara's Kings. That was an amazing game of rugby. That was an amazing game of rugby. Yeah. How do they keep losing? They are all time at losing. They just gave that game away. Are that was playing, really exciting. This is, this, their Super Rugby inclusion has been to their detriment. Absolutely. And if I were them, I'd be pushing a board. I'd no. be in that contract room thinking, fuck, I need to salvage this somehow. They need to do something. Something's rotten there. Stormers getting them done over the Cheetahs. That was another cracker by the looks of things. Mm. And then, Stormers um, picked a second stringer because they're all fucking. There's two red cards in that match too. Uh, I'm sorry, South African fans. I was at a wedding all weekend. Yeah. Stuff and I was just too caught up. In and it. then in the last one, the uh, you know Springboks just destroyed Japan D. <laughs> what was the fucking point of this spectacle? This is a murder. I don't understand it either. Oh, the su- this Springboks comp- defeated Japan D. This is a gross competition, isn't it? It's disgusting. The fact that this is random games happening, teams are beating other teams. Whoever sat down at the board and fucking spat this Hammered, out. mate. They were pissed drunk. Just off their face. Just off their face, just predicting, yeah, that'll do. 
Yeah, it's a strange, strange competition. Because what a, I mean, like thirty thirty one. I don't know. It sounded like a good game and close and whatnot. But those both those teams, they just don't give a shit. Yeah. Like there's absolutely no. Imagine the come down from the Lions series when we get back into this and watch the Tars play the Haguares or whatever it fucking is. <laughs> Jesus. And then, and then listen out. to Hooper after the game going, oh, we're trying for the final. Yeah, I tell you what, we're throwing that right round. And the Brumbies, mate, they're the ones we're going through. Don't bother. <laughs> Stay out. Have the extra week off. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. But a final thing to say, one of those um, probably outdid the Lions, I think, in, in special moments this week. Christian Liliofano making a return. Yeah. Fourth sick. grade with his brother. Yeah, fucking sick, man. That's fucking sick. That's that shit, mate. That's why you watch rugby. Those moments. Now we um, come on here and we shit on players. Oh yeah, but that's Take all. Take it with a grain of salt. Exactly. Though. It's all for comedy. It's yeah. all for comparisons. Ex- exceptional, proper heroes. They're yeah. on my wall yeah. in my bedroom. If you just come around and see, yeah. them, they're all up there. I got a drawer full of jerseys, mate. <laughs> but if you lay a fine and run onto that field with his brother, it was something special. Yeah. I wish I was down in Canberra for that. That would have been sick. Would have been very sick. Um, next week we actually have the return of the Australian conferences for the Super Rugby. So the Reds are playing the Brumbies on Friday, but we'll be in the bush because um, we're gone bush. That's right. And then the Force are playing the Rebels that same night. Fuck, that sucks. That's a yeah, it's probably cancel the bush. That'll be very cold too. And then the Tars are playing the Haguares after the uh, Lions encounter with New Zealand. All right. Well, there's no point predicting because it's just the middle of. Do you expect any changes in what we've seen? I think the Reds will be better. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is Karevi back without Karevi? That's all they got. No idea. He won't be back. I reckon that a team like the Force will be better because they just would have trained with no issues. Mm. With a good coach, yeah, and a good system, yeah, um, yeah. Well, it's, I'm glad we got the decision on who's leaving the Super Rugby. It's great. Is that a piss take? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you see though? Kings and Cheaters said they're going to join the Pro 12 in Europe if they get cut from the Super Rugby. But how? I have a home base in wherever they play. Yeah, well, it's not that, that trip. Not far, Africa to Europe, isn't it? No, it'd be fucking no further than New Zealand or Australia. What's the Pro 12? That's the... Europe. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've got the top 14. Oh, look, mate, this a is lot where we need Dick. Yeah. Dick, bring in. Come home, Dick. <laughs> we miss you. <laughs> we miss you, Dick. <laughs> but um, is the Pro 12 the one where like the best teams Jim, are... You're just digging this a deeper hole. You're just digging this a deeper <laughs> oh, hole. Oh, look, the battery's dead. Yep. we got to go. Right. Wrap it up. Thanks for tuning in. Um, write to us, Rugby Report Card on Twitter. Follow us. Write to us on the Green and Gold website. We do read all the comments and we greatly appreciate it. We fucking do. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, cheers. Lions. Go the All Blacks. Lions. All right.